Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's our final day of Hollywood sex scandals. And today, in honor of Jurassic World, we're delving into a story that's Relatively hot off the press, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. Are you ready? I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring scandalous love stories to your ears every single day this week. Give me the tea. Give me the tea on this one. All right. Today, I'm so excited about the story because we are going to delve into Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. And I feel like either people don't care about this or they have very strong opinions one way or another on their whole relationship and how it ended and Chris Pratt. I am team worst Chris. Dislike very much. Yeah. I, I like Anna Faris. I think she's like fairly cool. I listen to her podcast sometimes and she seems interesting. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. I feel like I don't know anything about anybody anymore. I know. It's all a mythology, isn't it? It is. So I, that's why I really love when we have guests like uh, Ashley from Celebrity Memoir Book Club, because it does feel like she has read so much of people's own words that we can kind of cobble to something together. That's how I mm-hmm. felt yesterday. It's how I feel today. So uh, if you have not heard yesterday's story, please go back and listen to it. But you can listen to this one in whatever order you want to do this. They're all good. But you should also listen to it. They're all good. Everything this week is so good and so piping hot. So Chris and Anna, Chris Pratt married Anna Ferris in about 2009. They had a son in 2012. 
Uh, Chris was very busy filming Jurassic World and Guardians of the Galaxy in 2013. He saw his son Jack twice in six months. And Jack's first sentence was, Dada's working, which is not a good barometer of, you know, family life. In 2015, there's a lot of rumors about Chris cheating on Anna, and she doesn't think it's true. But as the rumors continue, of course, she begins to feel a little more insecure. And then, of course, in, in 2018, Chris and Anna officially divorce. And he is very quickly like the next month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In- Instagram official with Catherine Schwarzenegger, part of, of course, the Schwarzenegger political empire. And they get married and they have a baby girl. And he says weird things like all the time. And he's kind of just a weird dude uh, who has some kind of suspicious churchy ties. So he I- makes unfortunate choices very unfortunate choices it's it's very funny to me when um the whole like people were talking about the worst chris on twitter or something and everyone's like chris pat obviously and he got like he got like real in his feelings about that but he was so (laughs) hurt all these marvel stars were like he's not the worst chris and i'm like where are you like when your women co-stars get like chased off twitter where are you when like to defend them? Like, come on, get get out of here. It was silly. Rule number four of the Internet is you cannot hide butthurt. You think you can, but you cannot no. hide butthurt. It is <laughs> impossible to r- camouflage. Just sit down and be quiet with your butthurt. Well, we don't we don't want to waste a single minute. We are no. so excited mm-hmm. to wel- so welcome back half of the crew behind Celebrity Memoir Book Club, Ashley Hamilton. Uh, for those who don't know, Celebrity Memoir Book Club is an Instagram account, TikTok account, and podcast dedicated to exploring celebrity biographies and memoirs. And you must check them out. Like, they are amazing. It's an imperative. But before you do, keep listening, please, because Ashley is here to talk to us about Chris Pat and Anna Ferris. Welcome, Ashley. I am very excited for this story. Oh, yeah. I think this is so interesting and I'm fully on board like the Chris Pratt, you know, side eye train. But Chris Pratt you and have Anna Ferris. Right. Crisp rat. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> the, the worst Chris. The worst the very Chris. worst Chris. Kristen Stewart uh, is the best Chris. I, oh, I, I've i never heard that. I do agree. Oh, yeah. Kristen best Stewart Chris is Kristen Stewart. I mean, I like in my that. opinion. Yeah, I opinion. like that. But we are talking about Chris and Anna, uh, who they are, where they come from, where they met. And of course, we have Ashley today from Celebrity Memoir Book Club to guide us through this fun story. I'm so excited. It is so fun. <laughs> I mean, not for Anna, and I feel for her, but I am fully team Anna. But we'll continue here. So Chris and Anna grew up, uh, oddly enough, 20 minutes away from each other, right? And then they met in 2007. Yes. So, Ashley, tell us a little bit, whatever you know about sort of the start of their relationship and how they came to be. So, first of all, it's important to know that Anna is a serial monogamist. She is uh-huh. always in a relationship, I think, until her and Chris broke up. And honestly, she might have jumped into a relationship right after that. I don't really know. But mm-hmm. she always will date someone and then as it goes sour, jump to the next vine, which I think we all know people who do. And she, in her book, wrote about kind of like needing that nudge off of the cliff of a bad relationship. And the nudge would be a new relationship. Mm, (laughs) So that's always like not the best start to 
a thing, I would say, in my personal opinion. I feel like being like, listen, I wasn't going to leave my ex-boyfriend, but then I found out that there's someone better. Um, um, so I did leave him because I had the guarantee of a new boyfriend. Yeah. So she and Chris start dating. Um, they met on set and then they started dating pretty quickly, honestly. Like she says it was a slow build. It doesn't seem like it was a slow build. It seems mm-hmm. like she was like in a, a relationship. She met Chris. She liked Chris. She broke up with her boyfriend and started dating Chris like immediately. And she like liked that they were both kind of weird mm. and then from the same place and they both had the same aspirations. I think she also liked being kind of the star of the relationship. Yeah. People always think of him as like the kind of the guy who ushered dad bod into the mainstream and then he like quote unquote got hot. Yeah. Like he was hot. Yeah. And then he like got a little bit softer, I guess, but like was still hot then and then he got jacked. Yeah. If you look at him in, like, Everwood and stuff, you're like, oh, she didn't, like, pick a dime. There was this narrative that she found this, like, absolute, like, (laughs) I don't, people talked about it like it was, like, a 90s sitcom. Like, it's not the King of Queens. Like, he was still attractive and she was attractive, too. Yeah. She was just a little bit more successful than him when they got together. No, that's a good point because I've noticed that especially men are really invested in this narrative of, like, marrying up. Like they and that's where sort of King of Queens and all these comedies from the 90s and 00s really came from is that they love the idea of like a super hot blonde girl marrying them, even if they, you know, yeah. don't look like that. So but I, I agree. He was always like a good looking man. Like there was, he was not a troll or anything. he was conventionally no. attractive and ever he just got like really jacked. And he wasn't ever like a character actor or anything who was right. just like. This guy in films, can you believe it? It's like, no, he's like a handsome guy. He just and wasn't. And he's like one of the stars of a hit TV show for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. It, it was. He just like, he wasn't shredded. Yeah. Right. And people can't right. believe it because it's that right. thing. I'm like, people will always be like, I don't know. Men like get jacked for men. It's not yeah. for girls. Like, I don't care if a guy is jacked. It's not for women. Right. So they were married. They mm-hmm. had a son. Their son. Um, had like a pretty they had a pretty difficult birth and he was born premature with some health problems and then I think that's when he like might have gotten really into God again Mm. yeah he was super into Jesus when he lived in Hawaii and he belonged to a church that was pretty anti-queer anti Mm -hmm. anti anti-everything basically he's still he's still a member of Hillsong right like he's I think he's still a member I don't think he's publicly denounced oh okay I think he has said no my church does accept the Mm. LGBTQ plus community and everyone's like no it literally doesn't yeah yeah (laughs) you're wrong it literally doesn't (laughs) right right and behold the power of being a hot ribbed white guy in Hollywood you can just say no that's not true and even though we have nine sources that say it actually is true but he said it so it's yeah it's cool okay so I just want to like disclaim I'm gonna say stuff that is purely gossip I know like yesterday I was like oh here's like all the reasons that we're obsessed with like the ethical consumption of pop culture but I'm also like a gossip pound and there is yeah. a lot of tea on Hillsong that is unconfirmed yeah. because church is powerful. Tell us. Here, wait. Everything that is about to be said is alleged. It is not confirmed. It is all alleged. Thank you very much for going on this journey with us. All right. Good hit disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So apparently Hillsong has like essentially, God, I don't, what's the word? Like concubines. What? We'll be right back after the short break. Mm-hmm. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Apparently they have facilities. Like what do you like they have like a man like a Hillsong mansion. There's like the church and then they have quarters, you know. It's God's Playboy Bunny Mansion. Yes. Wow. Literally like God's Bunny Ranch. Where they have and then they have women who are kind of like quote unquote higher tier that they sort of like groom and train to be the public wives of some of their top members. Like very Scientology-ish. The way that we read um Leah Remini's book Troublemaker, and she talks about the way that they were like find it they were like picking wives and like auditioning wives for tom cruise and like she goes through the stories of some of these women that he yep. was served before katie holmes ended up becoming his wife mm. but anyway it seems like they kind of do that so one of the rumors is that Haley baldwin was originally for chris pratt but then they ended up having Haley baldwin marry justin bieber and mm. then because katherine schwarzenegger they they decided that First of all, they were like a little bit better suited, like age wise and aesthetically, honestly. And then yeah. also he has political aspirations. And so they were like, Oh, it makes sense to put him with Catherine Schwarzenegger. And it like is a matchmaking system, not matchmaking, like match serving. Like you'll be the match for him. It's like, and then there are like quote lower level women who are just kind of like there to boink. 
<laughs> wow. So like for, for Catherine Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. and for Haley Baldwin, they were also members. Is yeah, that they were members allegedly. of the church. Okay, yeah. All right. And then and because so, they're like famous, there's like obviously better treatment for them than like the unfamous women who are right. told like you're like serving God by like blowing Chris Pratt this weekend. This is so interesting because I've heard so many rumors about Bieber and, and Haley Baldwin and about how, you know, and you kind of see it like he doesn't like hold the door for her or anything you know, like yeah it's, it's not even rumors it's like the way that he like doesn't regard her so as yeah. rude to her so, i don't know when you watch a couple who's in love like have you ever seen those tiktoks that go viral also i just realized that i recognize you from tiktok because i like <laughs> love your tiktoks where you're explaining tiktok drama to your fiance it's one of my favorite things i like oh, did not realize you. that that was you <laughs> i'm obsessed with it <laughs> But, like, you know how, like, you see couples, you know those TikToks that go viral where, like, a girl will, like, lean over the table and her boyfriend will, like, without even looking or interrupting his conversation, like, put his hand over the corner of the table just in case she hits her head when she comes up? Yeah. And everyone's, like, falling over themselves to be, like, the picture of perfect romance. And it's, like, no, that is really cute. Like, it is really cute when someone, like, without a second thought. Mm Mm-hmm cares about the safety of his wife or girlfriend's noggin like that's lovely. it's instinctive it's like yes. oh like i'm gonna protect and care for you yeah i i agree with that and with justin bieber there is like not a shred of instinctive care for Haley baldwin or Haley bieber like whether or not he like thinks he loves her whether maybe he does love her i don't know i don't know what's going on in his head i will say the way he has like slammed many a car door in her face for getting yeah. she's getting out of the car behind him like the, it's the instinct isn't there <laughs> can i tell you what i am living for and i pray happens in my lifetime is selena gomez's memoir like mm. please child i know i know she's like 30 <gasps> but like yeah. i do think like in 30 years we're gonna get all these stories from like kids yeah. who are tiktok and instagram and youtube influencers like it's such a weird thing where they have more reach than Disney show kids, you know, like it, it's yeah. so bananas to me. I can't, I have such, I have so many like random conspiracy theories about like all of this. Oh, you stuff do? <laughs> about, like just like about the the people who are like keeping the stories in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like obviously like one of the big memoirs that I am dreaming of is like a Katie Holmes memoir because I, I mean, that would be incredible. But I don't know if she'll be allowed. To write it. Yeah. And I think that so many people are involved in yeah. these like mega systems because like yeah. they, like mega stardom is not accidental, and it's right. not like people are famous and successful maybe because of their talent, but superstardom like a list status is not a one man job. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a lot of coordinated efforts, often from, like, systems as well as, like, Hollywood itself. And so, like, yeah. Hillsong Church, Scientology. Like, there are a lot of, like, weird little, like, billionaires. You know what I mean? There yeah. are a lot of things at play. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of think that, like, Katie Holmes, like, she can't tell us the whole story because of Scientology. Like, Selena Gomez can't tell us her whole story because a lot of it involves Justin Bieber, who's probably protected by Hillsong, even though he claims to have left Hillsong. But, like, I really, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, either way, like, Selena Gomez's life story, part of it will implicate the Hillsong church. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, and one thing I find really interesting, I mean, she is on Instagram and TikTok, as you said, but there was an interview she did, I think, recently where she said something like, I i haven't been on social media in four years. And people mm-hmm. said, but you post regularly. And she's like, oh, no, that's my team. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting because 
especially in her TikToks or reels or whatever, she seems like she's there. Like, you know, like it's like she's yeah. reacting and responding in real time, but that's not her. Like it is her. It's not a deep fake or whatever, but it's like it's her team being like, say this, here's a camera. And then they take care of it. Yeah. People forget like, I don't know. Selena Gomez is like the Duolingo owl. She's like a representation <laughs> of a brand. But like, she's, yeah, 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 very much so. And I love her brand. I love, I wear her makeup regularly, but still. Like, people forget all the time about like, like, people think Will Smith is like funny yeah. and chill. He's not funny mm-hmm. and chill. He's like a right. very, very serious person who pays a team of people to make him look funny and chill on social media. And everyone yep. just like forgets that that's not him just goofing around his house that he's like reading off a script and he's like a very good actor like yeah whatever you want to say about will smith he's very good at acting and chris and anna like they did basically announce their separate their separation of their divorce on social media like it was that classic like you know like notes app separation you know (laughs) announcement oh yeah i was gonna say one thing with chris and anna is that like i feel like people thought that he like all of a sudden became religious and like Mm -hmm. very like weirdly traditional but it kind of seems from her book that he's always had very traditional vibes he might not have been like focusing them through religion as heavily but he i mean she writes about getting a boob job because she like liked feeling like a woman around him oh poor thing oh, interesting and sad oh, oh honey Yikes. do whatever you want to your house but that makes me sad it made me so sad like she, yeah that's really she sad. was like there's something i forgot what the exact quote is but she was like there's something about him that makes me want to like fulfill more traditional feminine roles oh and it was just so like Oh, that's like toxic masculinity, babe. That's yeah. Bad. That's what that something is. I do listen to her podcast. I think it's really interesting and I think she does a good job. Uh, Anna Ferris is unqualified. And I do feel like, I mean, how do you feel like she's weathered this scandal and this sort of separation? I don't know if it's really scandal on, on her part, but like, how do you feel she's weathered all this? I think she's done okay. I think that I have heard, so I've never really listened to her podcast. Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard reports of her sounding a bit unhinged. Yeah. As of late. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know, like, I feel like there's been other drama. So I know that her, like, business partner and her broke up. Oh, he, I think, was, like, thing. kind of using her to, oh. like, launch a podcasting company. Oh, okay. And, um, and then she was like, no, <laughs> that's what I've heard. And then, so they stopped talking because they had a whole chapter in her book about how they're like platonic male, female, straight best friends. And then when you look into it now, there has been like a very noticeable falling out. Um, And so I don't know. I've heard it like on her podcast. She like doesn't really like listen to her guests well. She just goes on rants about things that like don't feel hyper relevant. So like I don't know how she's doing, but it seems like maybe questionably. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. And I guess, I mean, what do we know, right? We just <laughs> we just know what, what we can know, I guess. But where can people find you and find Celebrity Memoir Book Club? You can find us at Celebrity Memoir Book Club on TikTok, Instagram, CNBC underscore podcast on Twitter. And then I'm at Ashley Ham with three M's. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on. Alicia, what did you think of this deep dive into Hollywood scandals past and present? I I just think it's so fascinating because I, we started this week and you said 
everything is like cyclical, like everything mm-hmm. is a cycle. And gosh, is that not true? Like that is everything comes back. Extremely, extremely true. Everything comes back. For today's love to go, I would love to know what Ashley thinks. Yes. Our listeners need to take with them through the day. So Ashley, could you mind giving us your love to go? Celebrities take everything in with a grain of salt and think about it as if they're people. For relationships, I would say don't forget you have to like being in the relationship too. I feel like with Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris, that's a good example of people like mm. kind of trying to conform to each other because they like like the idea of being in a relationship but it's like you have to like being in that relationship also yes so like be in a relationship you like don't be the person your partner wants if you don't like being that yeah i i fully agree with that thank you so much those are beautiful oh my god this has been a delight (laughs) but this is oh gosh this week has just been so interesting i love it i love it i love that we did this for your birthday Happy birthday week. Happy end Thank of your birthday you. week. And I, I hope I hope you had fun. I had a gloriously good time. Thank you. Excellent. And we hope you did too. But please send us an email, whether you did or didn't, and let us know at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily. And please, please, please leave us a review if you enjoyed this or if you want to see more of it or if you want to see something else. Let us know by, with your reviews. Tell us. Uh, it's the best way and easiest way to support us. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a very, very happy weekend that is full with tea. Hold up. 